Welcome back to episode Sans with Sanchez of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense, all three at the same time. I have the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. So today, it will not be another 45 minute episode. <sighs> that was a lot of talking yesterday. I feel I rambled on quite a bit. But that's what happens when the manager is missing, and I'm left here to compile three episodes in one. So that won't happen that often. And uh, today might be a little, well, it won't be the normal time, but maybe a little quicker. I have a slight headache today, so <sighs> trying to trying to finish up everything that I need to do today. Work out, work, watch a few things, do the show, maybe watch a couple more things, and then to bed and on to the new day. But let's get into the workout. Whew, what was the music today? Hey, crack. Stop. He's licking the water from the fountain. Or from the from the from the tub. Okay, starting off with basically from star effer. That's a bad word. I can't say it online. So S T R F K R. Islands by Frida Sundemo. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. A beggar on the beach of gold by Mike and the Mechanics. Finding Nemo by Thomas Newman. I swear to God, that is. One of the best scores probably ever for an animated film or any film to be uh, to be out there. It is so nice. It gets so much emotion in there. Stars by... <laughs> Not by. It's in the play um, Les Miserables. Les Mis. That is a great song. Ghost in My Guitar by Billy Idol. Hop Out the Lamb by Riff Raff. Aquaman by Walk the Moon, Dead Men by St. Phoenix, or PHNX. That is probably my favorite song in this set list. Pale Blue Dot by Adam Young. Fuego for Tin Horns from the play Guys and Dolls. Hopefully I have that right. Then Winter Sea by Signal Hill. Shout out to my friend Rishi. And going into Golden by Hippocampus. And then Good Morning by Good Love. Uh, <laughs> group Love, not Good Love. Group Love. And then ending it off with Hearts Beat Loud by Keegan DeWitt and Kearsay Clemens. So pretty good set list. Pretty good set list today. <sighs> it's good to get up and move. I highly suggest. If by now you have not... I don't know if I'll get you moving, but if people have taken the same path as me, like getting up for an hour or so every day and just moving around, like stretching or running in place or moving, like it does a lot. It does a lot. You got to get off the couch. Get off the couch. And if you can't go outside, it's a good thing just to get moving somewhere in the, somewhere inside. So the big thing today, I mentioned it yesterday, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. 
I can't believe this show came out over 10 years ago. I can't believe it took me this long to watch it. And my brother was nagging me for the longest time to watch it. And a few people here and there. I kept hearing all these good things about it. And the hype was pretty correct about this show. It is... It's solid. I would say... I'm trying to get my words correct. I would say it's... It's a show that knew what it was, knew where it was starting, and knew where it was going to end. And that's very good in today's world because so many shows nowadays try to push it and push it and push it and try to have that 10-season legacy. But when you do that, you stretch your content really thin. You stretch it and you stretch it and then you basically break your own show so with this show five seasons that's pretty good I kept wanting more and that's always a good sign they had a good I mean even their episodes they had a good starting point and a good end point each one was pretty much leaving you with anticipation for the next episode it it's it's pretty smart. I, again, I'm not sure if I'm going to break down each season. I know I talked about season one. I know I talked about season two, but since I binged the rest of the series so quickly, I don't know if I'm going to be able to break all those out. Out of the series, I would say that the weakest season is season two, which I guess that's kind of strange. I mean, you start off big with the first season and then you have such a high hill to climb that the second season just seems a little slower and it doesn't seem as intriguing. But then once you get to season three, it's pretty much like falling on the big on a big drop from a roller coaster and you're continuously falling until the last episode. So they did a great job. Great job. So, out of the character list, I guess I'll go with like my favorites and then my least favorites of the of the characters. I I don't see it. I I see the show as being great, but there are flaws. And I don't know if I'll I don't know if I'll get to all of them today because I just finished the show. I and I still have to compile my thoughts this is just my initial thoughts just my initial thoughts going down the list I would say my favorite character is Mike and Saul I think I think Mike just commands the stage when he's on set and he's a man of few words and he's very intimidating he doesn't have to say much but you get his point you know what the hell you have to do and if not, I guess you're just going to get a bullet in your body. Then there's Saul. And I know he has a spinoff. I'm probably going to watch it. However, my big concern is... I like him as a side character. I don't know if 
I'm going to like him as a main character. I liked seeing him and hearing from him every now and then. Having him the forefront, I think it might, it might be over the top. It might take away from the world they created. I think the world they created is pretty normal, and I think it's, I think it's pretty realistic. However, I think having such a, out of all the characters, he's pretty much the most cartoonish. And putting him in the forefront, I, I don't know. I hear good things. I just don't know. I, I love him as this part-time character. So I guess I'll see where it goes. Walt, I think, is great. I think these... Like, he's such a good character arc. He goes, like... He, he's like a giant, like, up-and-down wave. Like, he, he's very unexpected. You don't know where he's gonna go. and But he just keeps getting more extreme and more extreme. I think Jesse is awesome. I mean... Out of everybody, poor kid. I, uh, you know, he he made decisions, but he, every every turn he took, he basically got the got the bottom of the barrel pretty much every single turn, which you know, part of that is personal personal decisions, and then the other part is. Just being in that type of world, I guess. Uh, Skylar is... I think she holds up. I think comp opposite Walt, I think she was a great character. However, I'm obviously glad that they focused more on Walt, of course. Uh, Hank was cool. I just... There's part of me that doesn't like that type of person, just in general. I don't like those loudmouth, over-the-top, manly, or like overly manly people. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't like it, so I definitely just didn't, I, I didn't relate to him until he said that, until he came to the realization that he wasn't the man that he thought he was once he had the shootout and then he also had that bomb incident and he realized maybe I'm not cut out for this or along that kind of line. So I, so great job by him, but I don't know. I don't know about being at the top of the list. I think Marie, I think she's one of the characters, like I said, there are flaws with the show, and I don't think her character was really fleshed out. They, she was a kleptomaniac, and it kind of goes nowhere. She has all this purple in the house, and she has all these OCD tendencies with like colors and uh, the way that she behaves, but they don't really address it. It, it, it like it it keeps happening and it's just like oh like we we're not gonna focus on that and, and it kind of just makes it like I, I don't know why they 
why they had it even in the show. I don't know, just to make her more interesting? I have no idea. And then you have Flynn, Walt Jr. I thought this this actor is great. I, I think he really was a great part of the show. Usually, having, like, kids, you know, when it's this type of content, and then you have to deal with the kids in the house, it could get kind of repetitive and boring, and you don't know where it's going to go, but I I really like this character and how he evolves with the whole situation that's going on with their house. And I don't know, um, I'm probably missing a bunch of characters, but the last two I want to talk about is the A-Team, where you have, I don't know the name of the character, but Bill Burr and Huel, Saul's uh, big security guy. Those guys are hilarious when, I think the guy's name is Ted, when they hold up Ted. And he pretty much has that big accident. And Saul says, ooh, you guys were my A-Team? Oh my god, that was... Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, I guess the last person is the guy who Walt wanted to make the new cook. What was his name? Toby? I think it was Toby. But he was a, he was a good character too. He was a good character too. Good kind of strange bad guy. Strange bad guy. And I guess I left off all the bad guys, except for that last one, which is kind of strange. Uh, it's, well, I guess not really, because everybody's kind of like part bad guy in this show. But... Yeah, I don't know. I thought that I thought that the selection of actors for this show was awesome. I can't really see anybody playing Walt other than Brian Cranston. I think he looks maniacal when he's bald and he's having his rants. I and then when he has hair at you know in the beginning and at the end, I think he just. It's it's a bit more subtle, but he still has that like. I don't know. It it makes me feel like there's some fear involved when he's on stage, and you don't know if it's gonna be the good wall or the or the nice wall or the bad wall. And I think that that is one of the things that kept the show going. Hmm. So I guess, I guess the top three, which. Hmm. It's hard to make a top three, but if I had to pick, I would pick. Hmm. I'd pick Mike, Saul, and. Hmm. I mean, just for fun, I want to pick the Bill Burr character, but I don't know. I think when you have, when you pick Jesse and Walt, it's kind of like a team. So I'll, I'll add a fourth one. Like Jesse and Walt, like they go hand in hand. Oh, 
And I guess the last two characters that I really, really liked are Skinny and Badger. Those two characters are awesome. And I think tomorrow when I'm talking about the show, I'll probably get into moments that I liked in the show. Not just the characters, but Skinny had one of the best parts in the show, and it was in, it was in, um, oh, it came back in, uh, El Camino, like, I watched that today, too, so I watched El Camino, too, I didn't want to jump into that right now, but I figured with the characters, why the heck not, like, when Skinny basically gives up, they give up some of their money, they give up his car, he gives up even his beanie to Jesse. It, it just shows you like the camaraderie that they had in this show and the friendship that they had. And when he tells Jesse that he's his hero, it's just, oh man, I just wanted to cry. Like, it, I mean, yes, these people have made terrible decisions. They're not the best role models, but when you have true friends like that, that will just, I guess in this case, give you the hat off their head. It's really endearing, and I think I think the show did a great job with the characters, the story. I don't know if they needed the extra movie, though. But for that one scene with Skinny, Jesse, and even Badger, I think it was, I think it was worth the watch. And I guess tomorrow I'll talk about some of my favorite moments that I had of the series. And this has been episode 63 of Le VOTP. If you have not watched Breaking Bad, go watch it.